Hello and welcome back to the Talking Wednesday podcast and this time it's for episode 20. We're already at 20. That how, feels weird. How have we done that? No, I don't know and people still seem to be liking it, which is a little bit of weird. A uh, little yeah, bit of weird. I've started it. You see, this is the thing. We haven't actually, we haven't recorded a podcast in coming up to probably two weeks, yeah. is it? Because yeah, we we recorded the last one with the awards thing. Oh, if no, why we did. If why when the breakouts were going out, it was confusing me. I was like, "Wait, are we ahead?" <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was an intro because I hated that because I was like, "There's there's juicy topics in here that are going to get broken out." But if I put them all at the start, it's going to be like there's no content on the channel for people because mm. there is people that just watch the breakouts. You know, they just want the bits of information yeah. uh, and they want to jump in. They don't have the time to listen to the whole podcast. And it's a case of like I was like, "Those people are going to get late news," but it didn't seem to. It didn't seem to matter, you know. When we talked about Hunt, um, and we talked about the leaving players and things like that, it seemed to roll out nicely. But yeah, it was unfortunate that I did have to come in and record actually on the day. But yeah, it, it, the the video did very well. The one I recorded, the video it said I wasn't going to record. Well, <laughs> it's actually so. Welcome to the um, welcome to the channel. Like the new subscribers I got from that. So obviously, the great thing is when my channel grows. The great thing for the podcast is it brings new eyes to the podcast. And we always see, when I've released one of those videos, we always see the next podcast, a load of new yep. people. So that's that's absolutely awesome. It, it's the same thing I've got. Whenever we do a podcast, James' channel grows, my channel grows, it helps each other. Yeah. And it's it's always interesting because I always knew the no people because knew the no people. Oh, my God, I need to learn to speak. <laughs> know the I new people. I haven't spoken to you that much. No, I know because uh, obviously I get called people start people call me Dex people call me Dex, which is cool. It's like yeah. the channel nickname. I I answer to Dex. It's kind of the name I take. And if to be honest, it's pro- I've kind of come up with a stage name. I probably you would use Dex mm. for all the internet stuff because I that but be but obviously the podcast. You know my actual name and the, my birthday. Just so I don't forget my actual <laughs> name. I uh, I got given this water bottle with my name. And honestly, I think. I think these were from my mum, so there was a line of stuff, and I think I think my mum's got a friend who makes things, right? Because I got about three different things with this typography on that said James on it, um, but it was lovely. Yeah, I'd, I wanted a, I wanted a water bottle for up here because I don't drink enough water. I'm not hydrated enough, so this is. Uh, and you're in the sweat box. I am. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've put a hoodie on to spare your blushes today, but I do have a tank top tank top on underneath this. It's getting straight stripped off when we record this podcast. It's just. It's too hot. Um, yeah, it's very yeah. warm today. That's that said. Obviously, it's going to be. If it we're still in the off season, we do. Yep. We're just going to stop talking about guests until we actually have something new there because we've had some really, really promising lead, and then they just everybody's right. busy. Everybody's one. It's one of those things. To be honest, we're probably not trying hard enough. If we're really honest with you as well, because we're really busy right now. So we need to make sure that it, we can make it work as well because we can't drop a, things at. A but it's also it's also a stupid thing where it is dead in terms of what's going on content-wise, like, what you need to do. But at the same time, we're always talking to different people, trying to get bits and pieces, so it never it, really does I also, I also thought about it when I was talking to all these guests and thought, I thought, do you know what? I actually really like that this podcast is... Uh, this is the housekeeping section, if you are new here. Yes. Skip it forward about 10 minutes if you don't want us randomly nattering. Uh, but it's one of those where I am happy that this channel is just us talking crap. You know, mm. this this podcast has become this. My channel started with me just talking absolute crap. Yes, the Talking so. Wednesday podcast has become you and me. But it's we've got a format to it, and I'm liking just just doing it the way we're doing it. And we have this this the segue. The professionalism's coming in, and there's a couple more people that have liked it because they have left us 
the reviews on Apple Podcasts this week. We've got two new five-star reviews. If you want your review read, go over to Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Leave us a five-star review and uh, leave us something written on there, and we will read it out And this segment on the podcast. The first one in is from Pat Motley. It says, the title is A Top Podcast. As a Wednesday fan, I'm delighted to see the success of Dex and Jake have had with this podcast. The online slash social media side of Sheffield Wednesday fandom can be particular, uh, particularly extreme on both sides of the spectrum. But these guys offer a great balance of praise and criticism. Very excited to see how this podcast progresses further and keep up the good work, lads, with a little owl emoji. Love that, Pat. Oh, Thank you very it. much for the review. And the second one is from Marky Bizzle. Marky Bizzle. Oh, what yes. name? <laughs> uh, the title is My Favourite Sheffield Wednesday Podcast. That, that, that makes me feel very warm inside. And then it goes on to say, my favourite Sheffield Wednesday podcast for current goings on. These have got interesting insights and a decent sense of humour. I love that. Yep, I love that. Love the title. Warmed me. Warmed yep. me, Mark. Thank you. Marky. Marky Bizzle. Even though I've now, got, I've now got like a uh, really, really like 08 rap music going through my head. <laughs> oh, God. Naughty's rap. Naughty's yeah. rap, my friend. Yeah, so obviously, um, thank you for bearing with us. It didn't really seem to matter to you guys. It was made that we we did record a couple of episodes a couple of days after each other yeah. and managed to tie and then did add on bits. It's just the way it's going. Like our lives are going to go back to normal and stuff. My next six weeks in a couple of weeks' time, my like I'm going to have six weeks of brutal timing. But we've got the Euros as well, so yeah. we're going to have to um, fit all that in. There is a bit of England talk today. In, uh, I've decided, and I've not consulted Punk, he's just getting told on this podcast like you all are, talking England, unless there's absolutely nothing to talk about with Wednesday this week, rather than me doing separate podcast feeds and doing all of that, I'm just going to do talking England in the Talking Wednesday podcast yeah, after we've talked about everything. And then the breakouts for Talking England, if they're interesting enough, will be breakouts. But what Easy we might do is because it's a very... It's basically a thing that a lot of people will be interested in when it goes off is mm. I might start bringing some live stuff into it. Um, so, you know, like my live streams aren't there, but live streaming is a big part of this channel. I don't think I'll do watch alongs, but I might come on to like, you know, like when we used to do the comment sections after matches, yeah, 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 yeah. like you and me used to do. I might come and do that for so keep make sure you subscribe to the channel because I might pop and come and do that. Might bring Punk on a few times. The reason I'm saying I'm not bringing Punk on there is because <laughs> Punk will be like, sometimes he'll be watching the other matches. Sometimes he just won't know what he's talking about. So I, that's why I might just do it by myself. But we are doing the talking right. segments. In Talking Wednesday, as we... He's uh, also got the other one. I've got a little one to try and wrestle to bed normally. Yeah, I've also kind of got to do some content on my own this channel yes. because because people do enjoy that too, and I appreciate that. The numbers are saying it as well. But I've like... You know my videos. If I want to do a video, I won't just do a video. The great thing I love oh. about your channel is you do a video for every bit of news, pretty much. Yeah. Me, I go, can I mock that in the nicest possible way? And can I, can I make it like l do some levity with it? If not, I don't do a video. But this is also the problem. I've noticed that your levity and mocking you rubbing off onto my channel because I started doing a bit of gits into you have, my You have done little bits of uh, humour and stuff. I've liked that. It's been, it's been very good. Right, let's get into the news. The, well, there's quite a bit of news, to be fair. Nothing that you possibly haven't heard if, you've, no. if you follow Twitter, basically. Oh, the but only thing I want to say before we get started, well done, yep. Carlos, on his victory in Portugal. Yeah, That was definitely. huge. I mean, he had to remind us that he got us to a final and now we're in League One when he put the uh, thing oh, up Oh, God, there, that's today, it? and it's the five-year... Oh, my whole city mate's going to be sending me the picture. Oh, God. Oh, well. Never mind. 
<laughs> oh well, it it happens. Um, I feel like this is where we should have dream music. Two years playing. ago, to, yeah, it's it's horrible when you think about time because like two years ago I was at Comic Con and that doesn't feel like it was two years ago as well, and I was also thinner. <laughs> but there we go. That's time and life. Anyway. Extended retain list thoughts. We don't want to talk about this too much. And yes, I know what a retain list is, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I know what the word retained means. Comment guy, you know who you are. I don't need it in Latin. I don't need the definitions. I did an English language A-level, nearly went on to do it at uni, but changed my mind at the last minute because I didn't want to go down the English path. I know what retained means. So does punk. However, in terms of football, what's a retain list, Punk? It's where you let people know which players are staying and which players are going. However, yeah, when they say the retain list, they just kind of assume that everybody that they've not said they've released that was at the club before, guess what? They're retained. Yes, I get yeah. it. It's a bit weird, but it's that that was that was an interesting uh, an interesting one. But yeah. Extended retain list thoughts. We we obviously did the we didn't do the breaking bit for it. I did my video and then we I did some voiceover for it talking yep. about it. But just in case you didn't catch the last episode and you've been asleep for a week and you've not seen who Wednesday you released, we released Van This Aiken. is also How- really fun for Deck because it all happened on his birthday. Yeah, it did. It was wonderful. It's all right. Enough talk about my birthday. People will be sick of that by now. We've like because we've spread it across like two episodes because we because we did it all back to back. What now I'm just queen? now I'm just now I'm just old. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm just older, and I've got nothing. Nothing. I've got nothing to be happy about. Right. Vanaken, Harris, Kachunga, Lee's, Penny, Adabajo, Pelopesi, Reach, Rhodes, Westwood have all gone. Though yep. well, they will be going when the contracts are going. Uh, one year extensions for Brennan, Alex Hunt, and Sam Hutchinson. We were talking about Hunt last week. Will they trigger it? They're still interested in him. But now we've triggered it, I reckon that will put away the interest yeah. in Alex Hunt. Uh, Hutchinson's going to be a beast in, in League One as well. Irrigidi's been offered a new contract. We're going to talk about Irrigidi a little bit more later on. And then they talked about Liam Shaw declining that contract offer and going to Celtic. So, extend the thoughts. You've had a little bit of time to reflect on it. How are you feeling about it all now? Um, the sum that I get, a lot that I get actually, and the sum that I don't, if you know what I mean. I feel for the likes of Lees and Westwood and possibly Reach and Rogue where they're not going to be able to say a proper goodbye. They've been here for a while. They've had a good relationship with the fans and I think at some point the club needs to get the players that left this season and the season after to have some sort of game where it's that 11 versus another 11 to get a good goodbye. But they didn't get one and I think that's crucial. It yeah. kind of close it closure the players. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna do something like that on this co- uh, co- uh, this this episode, but that's not happening anymore because not enough people got back to me. So read yeah. your emails, check the check the community <laughs> tab, all of those things. But uh, yeah, well, uh, most of them I understood. Pelopathy was the one that really kind of that hurt me. me. <laughs> that really did surprise me. I got my tin hat on. No, 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 no. You don't just put that down, punk. You don't just you don't just pick that up and then put that down. So as you can see here, and you can't if you listen to this in your car, but Punk's got a colander on his head because we do so much speculation on this podcast now. I think that's gonna be a mainstay. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I agree. I don't have a colander. You didn't inform me we were bringing colanders as tin hats. I don't have anything tin next to me. 
can't. We we need to. Right, I might get a colander and we might do tin hat moments. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is this becoming? But we've got the um, yeah, Pelopessi leaving was a shock. To me. It was a sh- it was a shock because we developed him. Yeah, you know when he was becoming a player, and it was interesting to see. T- uh, I nearly said something. This wasn't Twitter. Um, it was interesting to see. It was interesting to see it split yeah. about like, oh no, he'd become a really good player, and oh yeah, thank God he's gone, because there was a little bit more of actually, I think we could have done a job in League mm-hmm. One than you'd expect. But that's Wednesday fans, isn't it? It gets to yeah. the point where he goes, and they're like, oh no, we should have kept him. I do think that with more coming in, it this makes gives sense him start, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives him a full clean slate, pretty much, because yes, you could have seen uh, you could have seen sense in maybe giving Tom Lee's a, a year's deal, but he'd want more security as his age. Can I just say, right as well, I said this on Twitter, and by any chance it is Rhodes, you about Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> Give his agent an absolute... He needs to give his agent some sort of knighthood, right? This is because where you find out his agent is his dad or something it's, stupid. It's ridiculous. He's got a three-year deal. He's yep. 31 already, right? And he's got a three-year deal in the championship with Huddersfield. That is sentiment. I'm sorry, right? And I did have a bit of a conversation with, uh, with some Huddersfield fans on Twitter about it. Uh, one of our regular watchers was on there. So Huddersfield fan was like... Gotta disagree. I think he must have taken a massive wage cut after his season with Wednesday, sort of thing. I think that is the you're wrong. He has not taken a three year deal. He has not taken a wage. He's probably taken a wage cut, but it's rumored he was on like 40, 45k. Yeah. If he's taken a wage cut, he's still on about 30, 35, which is a couple of million yeah. a season. So they actually reportedly they paid for Grant. You know, the money they got for yeah. Carl on Grant, they got like a, a installments every year ah, or so. Right. Um, so their next year of Carl and Grant money is probably equivalent to about what they're about to pay Jordan Rhodes, a 31-year-old striker, who I will admit is probably going to absolutely go and light yeah. it up now he's gone. But, but they don't under... Go on. I have seen the side of the Huffield Town fan going, stop reminiscing about the past. He's not the player he used to be when we Yeah, no, him. I've seen that too. And a lot of people say, if you get crosses in, and like one Huddersfield fan, I've read the forums, I've spoke to Wednesday fans, they got crosses in at times and he didn't do anything. Well, that's what they're saying now. They're saying, the, the, fan, the fans that I've spoke to that look at it a bit more like, how is he going to fit? Because Jordan Rhodes is still the player you need to build a team around. And yeah. are they prepared to do that? Unless Possibly. they are prepared to make that team work around it. But you can't because he's 31 years old. Can you build the team around him? Maybe for I'm, this year, but then I don't get it. You look but at th- his goal going record, where he's been since he's on loan fell and with us. It's not great. His best fell was when he was at Blackburn and Blackburn Huddersfield. He didn't really have hey, a great. His fell legs at- have gone since then. He was never yeah. the fastest. No, it's 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 a weird deal. I am um, I am det- I am good luck to him. Yeah, but, but I'm pretty, hang on, hang on, I'm pretty stonewall. I've got to say this because I'm going to forget my train of thought, punks. My brain's not oh. working. Apologies for being rude. But like, I've already forgot it. Jesus Christ, because I was trying to be polite. No, um, I'm, I swear that the Huddersfield fans have not seen him recently because no. his legs went a couple of seasons into his Wednesday career. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, he's still, he's not like, he doesn't like move through treacle and he's, he's got a very attacking brain and he gets in the right positions. But if you need someone to run, if you, you uh, 
No, I, it's such a risk on a three-year deal. He's going to be 34 when that contract comes into its last year. Fair play for his photograph with that black eye he got at uh, Derby. I will right say, China? where was the message from him? He didn't do one. A lot of I people found, have. And that's the thing, Harris, who's not really been here that long. And I get, I get it's a token thing, but I think our record signing leaving... Adam Reach done one. Yeah, two of our record signings leaving have not given any message to the fans or anything like that. Mm. And I think, yes, Even though obvious... Ad- who had that stick with Tony Pulis... He got stick like for the... leaving a message as well, and I understand yeah. that. But I think Jordan Rhodes and Adam Reach, it's kind of a responsibility. At what I think the Reach thing, we don't know what's going on with him, but with the Rhodes thing, he announced for Huddersfield, and he started talking to Huddersfield media and stuff. But there was never a message going, I'm, re- uh, I'm thankful for the Wednesday fans that did support me, even, even if he knows that he split the fan base towards the end because he was a lot of money and all that. The club, the club paid like the, money. the highest ever fee for Jordan Rhodes, giving him a big contract, securing him very well. He was already obviously a high-paid footballer and we made him an even higher-paid footballer. Mm. And he gave nothing. There was no message yeah. or anything. He just announced for And I found that, Honestly, for a man who's been always been really nice, it seemed really nice, and in the media we've got a lot of, you know, he's a class act sort of thing. I thought that was very unclassic. Yeah, and so, I, I, that's not really been said, but that's what I thought when I saw it. I didn't really, I didn't really think that was a cool, cool way to go about it. In my to opinion. be fair, one of the nice things he's going to be now with this kind of whole kind of player going and whatnot is that we won't have that debate. Oh, Jordan Rhodes will come big this season, or Adam Reach will be there. We've got this whole thing we could go. We don't have to talk about it anymore. We probably will because we're Wednesday fans and we'll I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Every time he scores, it's going to pop up going, Jordan Rhodes scores. Yeah, we know. Next Same year, thing. next year, next summer, when it's linked, oh, who are we going to sign? Sheffield Wednesday linked with Jordan Rhodes. <laughs> Can you imagine that cycle starts again? Every single transfer window. Is this the season? Is he coming? But no. It'll be, it'll be 50 odd and we'll still be linked with him. Yeah, exactly. Jordan Rose, yeah, it was a. Uh, uh, Tom Lees will probably join him at the retirement home that is currently Huddersfield Town. They've got to be careful. They have got to be careful because finances are coming out all over the shop, which we're going to talk about with a yeah. certain club later on. And I've got a feeling they're going to be the, one of the ones that are in a bit of a, an issue when the parachute payments run dry because they have done. They have not done the right thing after getting relegated, and they're spending. They're doing. They're making Sheffield Wednesday level mistakes financially, signing Don't Jordan Rhodes, you know, and probably going to sign Tom Lee. Stop signing mm. these players who are going to demand the big money because you're on the championship and thinking short term because short term, you st- your prospects still aren't looking good. Don't, just not the, a good way to do the, it. The, the weird one for me is uh, the Kieran Westwood. I did hear there was a, a deal offered to him. Did you know? What There was a deal offered to him and he, I, I don't know if it was years or whatever. And he didn't take it, but there was a contract offered to him. But I'd like to know think, more about that. I think the interesting one with Westwood, I'd love, personally, I'd love him to go to Coventry kind of thing. Because he was, I think he started at Coventry at one point. And I'd just like to have like that ending kind of thing, if that's his last club. Because he'll still cut it in the championship. Oh, he'll go to Coventry then. Who have just uh, had their transfer embargo uh, Lifted for the accounts thing, by the way. So clubs are starting to do it now. When they get it, get sorted. your accounts in. Come on, <laughs> <for Christ's sake. laughs> Yeah, they just had their transfer embargo lifted. I wouldn't yet. 
I guess I kind of wish the best of Westwood, and he was very classy when he mm, came out. He and um, I was kind of gutted. I was gutted. Westwood going, I was like, we're going to talk about goalkeepers a little bit later on. Yep. Um, because there's something that potentially we 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 started the rumors about again, but uh, we didn't. We did. Well, well, I don't know. I didn't hear anybody Ish. talking about it when I no. when I, I nobody had mentioned him before. I plucked it out of the air, by the way, in terms of a Wednesday perspective. But now everybody's asking media about hadn't it on talked Wednesday. it, and now we see no. a lot of it. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Just, don't I don't start stuff being like an influence. Influence no, or whatever. No, exactly, exactly. Well, re- remember, we're already hiding all of our sources. Apparently, yeah. mine are no, all in d- the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. We we don't really. We don't really have sources. We have people talking to us that love the club and, are, and yeah. can be connected in certain ways and tell us things that we probably. We ask them, are we allowed to actually make this public knowledge? And they say at a certain point, and when we do, we will. But trust me. I am one of those fans that's like, don't keep things from the fans. I get yep. that, you know? But it's also a case of if someone's like, job's going to be on the line with something, I'm not going to say something. Do you know what I mean? Like, But it's one of those where, um, or just, just anything like that, you know? I just wanted to say, because we did have a couple of comments when we were talking about a subject when I was asking you if I could talk about something yet yes. or something. Um, but yeah, it's like, we had loads of people talking to us and we want that to continue so we'd never betray anybody's trust. Uh, but also, if we can talk about something, we can also allude to things. We're pretty good at that. If we hear something, we allude to things with the whole Origini thing last week. But that's looking... Um, we'll talk about... I'm put, jumping put ahead. It, put it I'm this jumping way. ahead. It, no, it normally goes, blah, 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 blah. Jake, can we talk about it? Not yet. That's about how it goes. That's, that's, the, that's the opening half an hour before we actually... When, we, when, we're catching, like, when we're catching up, it's like, stop telling me these things, for Christ's sake. Um, right. That's our extended relating yep. list thoughts. That's not going to be a breakout. So that's for just you uh, podcast listeners there because we went a little bit mental in it. So thank you for being being faithful. Listen to it. Okay, so going on to transfers, we're going to jump about a little bit, starting yeah. with the transfer. There's a quite a few links today. So we're going to jump to some club issues, but also put transfers in and out there. Now, Reese James is somebody we mentioned briefly um, and he's yep. been reported pretty much everywhere now saying that it's a pretty solid link. Doncaster left-sided player, left-sided sort of attacking fullback. Now, I've pulled some stats from him. Uh, he is obviously a left-sided player. He's got seven goals and two assists this season. He's also got seven yellows, so he'd fit in in terms of, aggr- in terms of aggression. Now, it says here, and obviously you, you pulled this, Punk, so yeah. that there's talk about um, he's been told to make his mind up pretty much by the Doncaster boss. Yep, he was and only just come in. Yeah, and that, that makes sense with contracts running out. He needs to make a decision on where he's going to be next season. Do you think it's going to be Sheffield Wednesday? The part of me thinks it might be because him and Darren Moore had a very good working relationship. They got on, and mm-hmm. Reece James has said in past that some of the best football came with having Moore and the lads who were behind the scenes coaching. So it will be interesting to see if he can make that work. I think the only issue we've got in a sense is I don't think it'll be wages I think it'd be a loyalty thing to Doncaster because they haven't been able to get that promotion push because this season they'll probably be pushing even more for promotion yeah right and okay and this is it. no offense to Donny and it's it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna, some come, back, a, it's gonna come across that way isn't it it is yeah no matter yeah, what I say go. but like if Sheffield Wednesday get relegated right as they are if you've got an option of going somewhere local like Sheffield Wednesday or staying at Donny, 
Who is the most likely to get in those automatic? I'm not saying it's us, by the way, but if you look at it on paper, who is the most likely to get back straight back up? Who is the more likely to get promoted mm-hmm. next season? Sheffield Wednesday or Doncaster Rovers? That is, I actually personally think that it could probably be Donny Rovers because I don't. Are no you sure you don't want to go Wednesday. get your tin hat? Yeah, <laughs> I'll just throw me all through the screen. But I do feel like if you looked at it like that, mm. then. And with the Darren Moore link as well, I've got to say that if you look at it like that, oh, I hate it because you know what you're enticing, but it is, yeah, it is a more attractive option for him when we're Why at this we level. Why did we have to get a manager with the name Moore, the puns? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's it's always there, isn't it? But yeah, there's 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 it's like let's all right, let's take Wednesday out of it. If Sunderland were on the table, mm. and he had a choice of going to Sunderland. Or Donny, he'll go to Sunderland. Yeah. So let's take the Wednesday thing out of it. But if you think about it, actually, Wednesday are actually in, a, in, in that relegated team position of you would expect us to be competing, if not better than Sunderland yeah. next season, right? And I've got a lot of respect for Sunderland, okay? But you, you have to be one of the favourites coming down to go straight back up. That's it's just how it works. I don't think it's going to happen, no. but I do... Actually, I kind of feel like we could scrape second, but that's just the the you know you know the the fight because because yeah. we at the minute we've retained a decent core. Need a goalkeeper. Talk about it later. But like, well, at the minute we've got what about twelve thirteen? Yeah, we're cutting, they always the, say we're cutting the keep, fat. Keep a, and a more. It go back to that thing that uh, the pop manager said last week. They yeah. make sure you keep your key players and having a left. One means it's it's easier because you're not having to tell people they need to go. And we went through with how big our wages are. That has always been the issue with getting players gone because well, people will like the player, but then they'll see what his wages are. So well, we're not going to match that. Well, Gary Windass has also said that Josh Gary, like, is Dean. Seen. Dean, why did I say Gary? <laughs> <laughs> That's a guy I used to know down the pub. <laughs> hey up, Gary. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I used to know. Yeah, I used to know him and his brother. Funnily enough, his brother brother was called Josh. How weird oh, is that? Well, that's strange. Um, but yeah, his dad has said that he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and he's happy. Yeah, he has said that. Um, so he, and he Josh said he's not Windass going to... actually shut down one of the whole city players on Instagram, and he said agent works. He said computer says no. <laughs> no, I think he has to. He has to play, but I think. I think it's a, it's a, to be honest, Hull, you don't know what they're going to do when they go back up. No. But with Wednesday, if he, he already fits into that core, the core for me is keeping Iorfa at the back, yep. putting Dunkley next to him. Um, and then you've got also... Also, you've stop hating back- on Dunkley. Oh, that's ridiculous. Let's not even give it oxygen. Um, put, uh, put Hutch in that back three as well. Yeah. Because um, he's probably going to play with a three at the back. I've got a feeling with wing backs. Put this Reese James on the left. Right back Palmer for me. And Bannon in the middle. Yeah, I reckon Hunt could get a little bit more time. Or for me, it'd be Deli Bashru and Bannon uh, right now. It. Yeah, I know you, because because uh, uh, you did I'd get going Del. Yeah, he did. He, for some reason, Hunt is calling him Deli Bashri Bashwayu, right? Yeah. And it was pointed out in the comment sections. I think by Caboodlefish last uh, Caboodlefish. last week. Um, and I just thought, yeah, he does that, doesn't he? I don't really pull him up on it because of pronunciation. But with a core with Bannon in there, I just think if you look at a team, right. And this is a, if you do watch the championship and you've watched Wednesday on TV or you're doing any research, mm. 
I don't know any League One player that wouldn't want to play with the likes of Barry Bannon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very much I don't, so. I don't know if that's just... That's just... Look, but looking at it, he is such like somebody you can learn from. And I know he's a, he's a left-sided player and it's probably not more that, but a team with that's kept a captain in Barry Bannon, I think it's a big... A big in a relegation for next season. Se- yeah, exactly. It's a big statement for where Wednesday are going next season. The plan, yeah. anyway. Um, I think obviously I, I can't take away from the fact that Donny are on the table for him, and he could very much stay there. But I do think we should go out of our way to get him if he's going to work well with Darren Moore because we are mm. short on left sided players. We got we obviously got rid Again, of Penny go and back we got to rid Caboodle of Reach. Fisher's thing about left sided yeah. big. Side to gone. Yeah. The... Well, we, well, Adebayo could play both. We've actually released full th- uh, three players that could play fullback. You know, I think Palmer's going to be excellent, excellent in mm, League yeah, One. Uh, but um, I do think Reese James should be a priority. I'd like to see him. I would like to see him at Wednesday. I think it'd be a good, be a good signing for that promotion push next season. It's got to be a promotion push, hasn't it? As well, it, it we got, can't. It gotta it's got to be. You, I know. We, I know. I'm cautious about it because things come and bite you in the ass. But like. If it's not the mentality is not a promotion push, then what are we even doing? I think I think that I think that's why Darren Moore got this job because they saw what he was doing at Donny, and he he yeah. was the nearly man twice at Donny, and both times was due to first time was due to a pandemic, second time it kind of went before that bad run of game happened. They were actually doing really well. Yeah. So I think you don't hire someone like Darren Moore unless you think about going straight back up. And that was the worry when we hired him. Because we'll we all were like, if, uh, we're all a bit like, hmm. We'll, we'll just see if uh, Chan Siri actually gives him the time, the money, yeah. or, the, or the say to do what he can actually, he actually wants to do. We'll have to, we'll have nice. to wait and see on that one. Yeah. So uh, moving on from transfers, we're gonna, I've been asked to mention this a few times. We haven't done community topics, so to speak, the last couple of episodes, because we've had the awards, we had the community special. They will be coming back for next episode. So if you're not subscribed, subscribe. They'll be in the community tab so you guys can ask us to ask things for the next episode. But the one thing that I kept seeing in the comments was, can you guys just shed a light on the... Can you just talk about the season ticket thing? Can you give a voice on the season ticket update? Um, It actually helps that there's been an update from the club website just before we're starting to record this podcast. So I'm just going to read you what the season ticket situation is at Sheffield Wednesday at the minute. The Owls can update supporters on the current situation regarding uh, 2019-20 season ticket rebates, together with some important information ahead of 21-22. 2019-20, as previously communicated, the process for those who selected option 8 for a cash refund has taken significantly longer than anticipated. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted on every area of the club, with revenue streams decimated over the past 14 months. Alongside an integration to a new ticketing system that means all refunds are being actioned manually and individually. Cash flow has been affected drastically since March 2020, and we can all and all we can ask is for your continued patience through these most challenging of times. Refunds are being issued in chronological order where respective applications were made, and although we did aim to conclude the process by this point, this unfortunately has not been possible. We apologise sincerely, but can reassure all supporters who applied that refunds will be honoured as promised at the earliest opportunity. Alternatively, following a productive supporters engagement panel meeting on Thursday evening, the suggestion was 
a suggestion yeah. was put forward to offer fans a waiting a refund option to redeem against a ticket or retail equivalent credit. We are pleased to confirm this option will be available, which would be an, of enormous benefit to the club's current cash flow situation. Okay. For supporters wishing to select this, please email ticket inquiries, all that, right? We'll talk about next season in a minute. Have you been in the club shop, Wemphy? There's not a lot of stuff to buy. But I think it's also, was, is it also about putting it towards a, the next season, season mm. ticket that they said yeah. there? We Can I just say, retail. right, we haven't spoken about this because um, probably quite, quite like blasely, like I didn't buy a season ticket for last season, so it didn't affect me, no, right? Okay, um, I knew what was, I knew, I knew what was coming. And also it was a case of I knew I couldn't commit to every single weekend. Actually, then a pandemic hit and I could commit to every single weekend. But it's a good thing I didn't buy a season ticket because I'd have ended up in this uh, situation. situation. But I have got to say, looking, I've always thought like w- this is not acceptable, right? And there is other clubs that are getting their money back. And I understand the class- cash flow thing and I understand... The reason we're in this cash flow thing is, yes, there's a pandemic, but the reason that our refunds are taking so long, in my opinion, are basically so we don't end up in more crap with financial fair play, and that is a club-specific issue. Yeah. And it's evident in the line which would be of enormous benefit to the club's current cash flow situation. Please help us. Please help us. You are the fans. You need to help us. Right. This is what angers me. These fans are also in a cash flow situation. situation. Some fans, some fans just want their money back and they can afford it, and it's all of that. But there is some fans that spend their entire sort of well, a big chunk of their the livelihoods wages. on supporting Wednesday and doing that, and they've also had their wages cut. There's some people that have lost their jobs. There's people that have been furloughed. This is this pandemic has hit a lot of people, especially the working class people who have not been able to go and um, do their jobs for a lot of the just time. Just had you just said furloughed there. Yeah. I just had something pop up on my phone. Sheffield Wednesday players have rejected the club's attempt to place them on furlough. Just now. We'll talk about that in a second. I yeah. just want to say that I am I do think this is unacceptable that fans have not been able to get their money back now. I'm sorry, you're a football club that pays thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds per week to per, to individual Where, players. Where's the money right? to kind of give back? A few hundred quid back to the fans that needed to feed their families yeah. in a pandemic should be a no-brainer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And also, I've got to say, this links to the... If the players refuse to be furloughed when the club can't refund season tickets, I'm very disappointed. Yeah, uh, basically, uh, Sheffield Wednesday... The Yorkshire Examiner basically said, Sheffield Wednesday players have rejected the club's attempt to place them on furlough. It's because they only get two and a half grand a week. Mm. Or a month, or or I don't know what one of those two. I can't but like, remember which one it is, but yeah, the players have said no. I've got to say this is a uh, this is a thing. I am in, in the camp where yes, it should have been on the players as well mm. because if there's a financial thing, we're all meant to be in this together. The the people it shouldn't be hitting is the fans, and it does come back to the yeah. ownership. The fans, <laughs> we don't earn. Anything near what these players earn, yet you're still paying them. And yes, the players haven't been played for this and this and this, and they don't want to go on furlough and all of that. But as a general football player, and I'm not talking right about the younger football players that are on, I don't know, they've got, they've got, ha- they've got, they, yeah, but I spe- even the ones that are on a, gr- a grand a week, so they're making 4K a month, but then they've got, they've got mortgages on slightly nicer 
you know, 300K, yeah. 350K houses, and they're getting hit now because they've got, you know, they've got a bigger thing. I'm not talking about those sort of players. I'm talking about the players that are like on big money. And there is those at Sheffield Wednesday. And I just find it, I just find it wrong that we're in this situation where fans the, are not getting their season tickets. The community aspect of this doesn't feel right. It, it, we're, it used to be the whole thing where community club, yet we have ours in the park, we give back to the fans. It's like, where's the giving back? Where's the helping your fans out as well? Honestly, I know mate, you want I just, to, it's, sorry. it's feeling a bit disingenuous. I just think like, right, I, there was a time in my life rec- uh, recently until I kind of like, I've got, I got very lucky with timing with uh, COVID that I managed to be able to support myself throughout it. Mm. But a couple of, couple, even a few months before, probably about a year or so, if that, that pandemic had hit a different time, I was entirely, entirely self-employed making yeah. making my money through production you know yeah. the tv were acting um music what live performance it? work and i've got none of it yeah right and if my i went to my club and go oh God, i could really do with that money back for a season ticket i can't use right because i've now got no income coming in well the, and i'm gonna the, ha- sorry to interrupt there was the situation where there was the bloke who had died and the I remember seeing this on Twitter. Bloke had died and the daughter was trying to get the money back. Kind of thing. And they did get it because it got tweeted a hell of a lot and the club saw it. But that shouldn't be the case. It should I don't be re- backing people with bank accounts. We try and keep the balance on criticism here. I just think you're, you're hitting the people that you should never hit, right? I understand if it's the people that have bought in a weird way. I kind of, even though it's still not right, I understand it more if it's the people who have dropped like 10 grand on a box or something. Slow them down. Yeah, fine. They can probably afford it if they can spend that on a box. But the people that have, have spent a few hundred quid on a season ticket, you don't know what their current situation is. And that money could really help them out. Support that they need it. And you don't know right. who's got a two year, five year, and a 10 year. It's. It's very different because also there'll be the people that are very in the society go, well, that's just how it works. They shouldn't have bought a ticket if they couldn't afford it sort of thing. This, this climate has changed, right? If, as I said, right, I've bought tickets while I've been entirely employed by myself, been season tickets and that because I knew that I, knew that I was going to constantly have that work coming in. You can't predict a let's, pandemic's going to come in and stop your income, right? Well, let's also just say our season tickets and our max price tickets don't reflect Round here, round Sheffield. It doesn't no. reflect the working class city. They are way too high. Whoever advised you to put them at that price is wrong. I understand you need to try and make money, but the cheaper the tickets, the more people come in, the more people spend in the club shop. We've got we've got a CEO, we've got a new CEO COO, sorry, yeah. and hopefully we'll hopefully they can happens. do something here. But there's a disconnect there. If you are yeah. thinking about season tickets next season, uh, the club went on to say this. Like all clubs, we had hoped to welcome back supporters last October, but of course it transpired that the whole of the season was played behind closed doors. Many season ticket holders purchased iFollow passes, blah, 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 blah. This is about crediting back to, yeah. like, if you've purchased this, we can give you some form of credit back. Um, let's go for next season, so the 21-22. Yeah. The return of fans and relative stadium capacities remains unclear as we await government guidance to that end. Consequently, when on sale, the first phase of season tickets for 2021-2022 
will be open to the supporters who purchased a 2021 season ticket only due to current only due to current restrictions. Jesus Christ, guys. Learn to put commas in your press releases. Who purchased a 2021 season ticket only <laughs> due to the current restrictions, right? Not only is he mad about the season ticket, he's mad about the media bloke. It's the <laughs> punctuation. Any further sale windows will be announced depending on availability. That's the thing. I am um, I am notorious for using... I forgot what they're called. The little uh, dot and the... the the comma that the, you know if you're adding a tagline that's the how the hell did i forget the word for semicolon it's been a long day <laughs> yeah um i can't believe i'm a i'm a i'm a lover of a semicolon and i always was at university because i feel like sentences are too long and some people feel like if they put too many commas in it breaks it up too much and yes that is a grammatical thing use a semicolon to don't dodge fair, the semicolon to be fair if you see our show notes and you see what he's had to edit i could have done this for wednesday and put no colons in and stuff yeah, no, it's 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 uh, very much like reading one of your your first drafts when you've submitted a topic. But this is a press release, so... Um, that makes it worse. <laughs> multi-year season tickets will be honoured as normal and processed by, uh, processed by the ticket office with any refunds for mismatches offered as credit in line with the above. We will offer a new pricing strategy and sales dates in due course. And once again, thank you all for your patience, support and understanding. It's just... You're not going to get many people buying season tickets next year. No, I'm not doing it. Chancer, you are affecting people to come flooding in with season tickets. Think again. I'd love I to because I miss I miss going to Hillsborough and all that. Yeah, but like, I think I think you've massively. I think you need to step back, reevaluate, and rethink because there's a lot of people right now. If you've seen some of the stuff, if you're get told like we be told that you get told by people this is the situation on social media. I think Dom House did a poll saying how many people wanted you to stay or sell or change. It was a massive lot that wanted you to sell. Yes, I know that's Twitter, but you've got to realise that the fans that are very hurt with the ownership from being so close to getting promoted to now relegated. And the trust in your ownership and how things are run doesn't help because our communication with you as fans is poor. And we need to, we don't want to know every ins and outs. I don't want to know what tea lady's making. I don't want to know what the kit man's making. But I want to know something that makes me feel that there's a positivity coming out of the club because it's not at the minute. Everything we read is something doom and gloom again. If it's I bet you the staff, I bet you the staff at Wednesday have accepted furlough because they don't get a choice. They want to keep their mm. jobs. And that's yeah. the thing, that's the way the society works. It'll be a case of Oh, if you don't furlough, your job's at risk. Yeah. Right? Okay. And yes, okay, we can keep you. But they'll still probably lay people off. It's just, I'm only it, saying this. I'm only, I'm only saying this, right? Because obviously we are, we try and, we try and, and see both sides and be fair on Chancery and all of that. And in my opinion, yes, he shouldn't sell. He should change. And I want to see signs of it. I think, yeah. I think we do need a CEO and we need to, we need to go down uh, that route and, and run it a little bit. Better. I mean, like Roy Hodgson's just retired. Bring him in as a director of football. Do all that. Get people around the. Can you imagine that sort of? They'd never come. But like, about get some people that know um, football to come and help with the with the with that side of it. But we're bringing this to you and bringing it on this podcast because we've been asked. Right. Yeah. We've been. I've actually. There've been a few too many comments that I couldn't like. Just say, oh, we'll do it one week. We'll do it as a topic. It's a point where we haven't known anything. That's the other thing. This only came out 
Like, what well, no, they, n- no, but what, no what, but what I'm saying is the fact that so many people are getting to a point where they want us to raise it on this podcast, yeah. that it's clearly an issue, right? Because it's, yeah. not, it's not even like, we've not even put community tabs out for a couple of weeks and I've still seen it on most pieces of content. Please talk about season tickets because obviously you guys haven't really gone into it and I've not, I've, I've not gone into it because obviously we've, we've been seeing how it all goes, but it needs sorting. Fans shouldn't yeah. be left in the lurch like this. They're the people that suffer and it's not fair. Right, uh, club. yep. More housekeeping. So, key dates for next season. Uh, oh, I hated this. I, I clicked on the link on the Wednesday site and felt a bit sick when I saw key dates ahead of the 21-22 League One season. I was like, oh, we're there, that aren't we? Horrible. Yeah, this is this doesn't get oh, much better. The, when the, we one, get. That, the one that <laughs> no, I know. Let me get there. Let oh. me get there. That's the one, right? I know because that's that's what I was about to say. So the start date, seventh of August. The we're in round one of the cup. That's the ninth of August. We're uh, the finals also in February, uh, Sunday the twenty seventh of February. Here's the, the one. Papa John's Trophy Round One, the week commencing, thirtieth of August, twenty twenty one. Can't wait to play the Chelsea under twenty threes and got knocked out by them. Yeah, in the cup Um, already, isn't it? Yep. And then the final of that's on Sunday, the third of April. But guess what? We're going to get knocked out by an under twenty one side or something here, aren't we? Wait, that hasn't even put in the FA Cup first round. We've got to do as well. Yeah, I don't think the FA. Oh God, we've got to do the FA Cup first round. Oh. Yep. No. Final day of the season will be the weekend of the 30th of, of April 2022. And the league... Oh, I love how they put this. Optimistic. League One playoff final will be Saturday the 21st of May 2022. And guess what, mate? That's the day after my birthday. So if we get to the playoff final, I'm Bye. just... Yeah, yeah. But, to be honest, if, I if hope we get promoted play- If they get to the playoff final, we may have a live, in-person live team. We'll be, we'll be down, we'll be, we'll be down yeah. London somewhere. Just drunk for the weekend, and that'd be a laugh. But I hope That'll we're be not. I hope we're not in that. I hope we're promoted before that. But it would be an interesting way to do it's it. It's actually what you said to me on one of the messages. It'd be nice to actually go up as champions. Yeah, if we did it. I've never seen Wednesday win a title. No, that's mental. And I know it's the League One title, but it's still a title. Yeah, because think about what. Think about what United did. I hate to say it, but like the momentum that they got from from rocking it up, rocketing yeah. up, you know. And then, yeah, they've just obviously they've just signed the new manager and stuff, and they look like they're gonna, they could rebuild all right, straight, you know, and go straight back. But a lot of that came with their le- momentum from League One. If we can go with that and do the right thing, I just I don't trust this club to ever do the right thing at the minute. The, and it's the only thing that I got a positive and. We know there's somebody in the comments that don't like it. I'm happy that Darren Moore's here because Darren Moore is someone that likes yeah. the buildings and he loves to try and use the academy. For years, if you've watched any of my videos, I've been calling for Wednesday to go, either use the academy or scrap it. And more likes using the academy. So he's gonna, you're going to see some youth team players get game time because I think yeah. we're going to need it with how many games we've got. Well, that Darren Moore, we were, our next topic was going to be Darren Moore's talking about using youth and all sorts sort of stuff like that. Nice segue, but we're not going yeah. to do it anymore because we've just we've gone on talking about this yeah. for, for ages. So, so uh, yeah, I do a bit of professionalism for him, and he's thrown me under the bus. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, mate, you were doing a lovely little link there, but no, he, uh, Darren Moore has spoken about really wanting to use youth, yeah. but it's nothing. It's nothing that special here. We left yeah. it in there 
Uh, but it's 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 nothing special. We know Darren Moore wants to use youth players, and he, but he's talked about it a little bit more because mm. of the squad limits and stuff. So uh, we'll we'll see something how it develops I, with youth. Something I would say probably next podcast we'll talk about the squad limits. I don't think everyone's that clued up about it. Yep. And uh, now you've said that, that's going to be all over Twitter before we record next podcast. So well done. Uh, playing, <laughs> playing. Uh, we're also playing Celtic in preseason. So, oh, yeah, in Wales. Yeah, Love behind closed that. doors, which is a bit disappointing. I was, as soon as I heard that, it. I'm annoyed at that because I could have killed two birds, one stone. I could have gone to Wednesday. I could have given my father, father-in-law his birthday present a game at Celtic. And I could have given my wife a birthday present a game for Celtic. They could have. I'll be happy. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have gone to that and made a hell of a video as well. I was I was disappointed hearing that, and I bet you that's part of the. Sh- I don't know actually, because we didn't sell short, so it wouldn't be part of no. any deal, would it? No, but it might be part of a compensation compensation deal. It might be Celtic trying to keep us oh, on yeah. side. Oh yeah, that's that's a, that's a nice compensation. You can play up, but we won't give you any cash. Yeah, that also, sounds like uh, a win. Right, thing. no offense, no offense to Celtic, but it's not like a massive thing for me. It's more, I'm more excited when we get like the, well, which Spanish side did we play? Where it was, Bay- was it Villarreal or something like that? Was it the one where Palmer like scored? I think it might have been. You know, and we, I like little uh, quirky ones like that. But yeah, the the preseason's a bit disappointed this season. Well, do you remember when we played Saint Mirren and Singy came back? Um, ah. Oh. McLean? We had a player who was at Wimbledon League One. Won't be McLean. I only remember McLean McLean for Scotland. Stevie May, but that was before that time, wasn't it? Hey, you look at what he's done recently. He's actually got trophies. Don't start. You loved him. You want him back. I did. I had his shirt. I duply got a shirt in there with his name on the back. That cost me a lot of money. Let me have a look. Yeah, I mean, we'd, I'll uh, just fill the hot, the air at this point, then, shall I? It, it was August fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, we're playing St. Mel. Oh, no, there's no bloody. Team I, was, I can't remember. I, who it was. I don't think I was. I don't. I wasn't living here. I was living in Liverpool at that point. Fun times. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, okay uh, now it's going to annoy everybody on this podcast. So. Let's move into something that's oh, this is annoying. It's going back around. This is a bit of a roller coaster. This one. By the time this even podcast goes out, or if this is a breakout, by the time this goes out, this definitely could have developed a little bit more. Yeah. There is the we've talked about for ages the interest in Irigidi, right? But more people are saying it's less likely that he's going to sign a new deal, and he's more likely to reject a Wednesday deal, right? The Yorkshire Live quote. Watford and Cardiff City are among clubs reportedly keen on Irigidi, who made 16 Gary league appearances. Keel. Sorry. <sighs> this man's just ruined a perfectly good breakout, by the way. So if you've just that heard again. him shouting Gary Teal in a video that will have no symbol relevance to the last video that's in the main podcast, that I've got. Oh, right. Yeah, we were that talking again. about St. Mirren players, Gary Teal. We're not starting again. We're going with no. this. You've annoyed me now. I was reading the Yorkshire Live quote. We're going back there. So he made appearances. If Urigidi goes, the Owls will be entitled to a pitiful compensation packages. The vultures may be circling, but there are reasons for Urigidi to stay put. Um, and this is, a, this is a bit of a speculation piece from Yorkshire Live. The last thing Urigidi needs at this stage of his career is to go to Cardiff, Watford, 
Leeds United, Club Bruges or Sporting Lisbon, Lisbon and sit on their bench. That is not going to develop him as a player. But, all, but also seeing reports that the Football League, in, by the Football League, he might have rejected the deal as well. What? But also Did seeing reports that by the Football League, commas, he might have rejected the deal as well. It's a funny season. It the funny season. This isn't your writing, is it? This is no. uh, this is what we pulled straight out of the article. Yes. The funny seat. There's a I haven't out. wrote this. Yorkshire Live. Go back to your article. Um, yeah, it is, it is a funny season. There's a bit of the speculation going on in there. We said when we talked about him that he wouldn't benefit from an under-23s. Oh. You know, we had also heard that he didn't want to go to an under-20. He wanted first-team football. But then you also realise that clubs are going to hear that and go, oh, I'll give you foot at first team. Clubs will lie, right? And the moment you can't, you don't have a consistent, they'll give you a try in preseason. If they don't fancy you, they'll start with someone else. You're coming with someone that's injured. I, I fully believe that Urigidi's probably got the mentality of, I'll, I'll do that. And as soon as I get a chance in the team, I'll take it. And I respect that. Yeah. However, mate, it doesn't make sense to, to put yourself through that when you could arguably have start every single game in League One with us, develop and yourself in a very physical league and end up in a position where you can, yeah. you can, dema- you can demand a two-year contract or something with a release clause in there and, and have look, it the right look way. At what Lee, look at what Liam Shaw did. Play 15 games, got a move to Celtic. Mm-hmm. You've played 16 games. Granted, we don't know what he's going to be doing. He may be under, under 20 feet and on the bench, but I personally think, and this is the non-Wednesday bias, this is just as a player, surely you want to play football week in, week out. Now, all depends on, let's also remember, we're trying to give contract to people and we've not got the best track record with things off the pitch related with money. Could cut people off. Because you've got that whole thing saying, club lie. How much have we lied to our players about whatever situation's going on? Exactly. So, so saying, yeah. we haven't got the trust issue there either. You I just I mean? think I just think it'd be. A, uh, I honestly think the more I look at it, and the more it goes out. Don't just don't do it to your career. Look at our squad, right? We'll probably sign. We'll probably sign one more fullback, right? Which means you'll be competing with that fullback. But if you sign your deal. There's a chance we don't even need a full, but we'll probably buy someone. We'd probably go from someone that can come in the first team to someone as backup. Yeah. I guess there is a bit of Wednesday bias in there, but I just think it's a bad move. I think it's a bad move to go somewhere where it's unsure if you've been promised first team football. But then again, you do hear murmurs about what goes on behind closed doors and that there might not be the stability there at Wednesday. There might not be that going forward and he might be seeing that a mile off, you know? Yeah. And I'm using a lot of might words there. But then there might be some uh, unstable surfaces at Sheffield Wednesday. Understatement. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I don't know if it's... What do you think in in turn? Do you think he'll stay? Two two to three weeks, though, I did think so. But I think with everything that's going off, Mm -hmm. what keeps coming out, and it's really clever what Wednesday doing. It's like trickling bits of news out to journalists now. Mm-hmm. It, and everybody's still trying to get the whole when the accounts in. Are we still transferring ballots? Are the players still? Because I read an article this week that players are still not paid. 
And if you're going to sign a new contract with the club, and they say, we're going to pay you this, this, and this, first mind is going to be, when? I haven't been paid for that amount yet. So it puts us in a negotiation situation where it's very, very poor. And Darren Moore must be like, I'm trying my best to get things in place. He wants to get these sorted, ideally, before the players are back. Yeah. If we're still doing this when players are back, it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long season anyway, mate. But yeah, yeah. I think I think Irigidi should stay, but it's very up in the air at the minute. Let us know what you let us know what you think in the comments. This one's dragging on a little bit. You, I'm sure you know we'll talk about Irigidi again. You? you know what's going to happen, don't you? Go on. I can say it a mile off. Yorigidi will sign to someone and then he'll put his YouTube, on a video on his YouTube channel on the process of signing for that club and what happened behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, it's and interesting. And then it'll show Wednesday up even more. Wednesday, Wednesday don't media a lot. They don't have media, media um, sort of out there players. You know, they usually keep reins on it. And it worried me when I saw Irigidi on YouTube about is he planning on staying because he's got no repercussions here? So he could start a YouTube channel and show a little bit more of that. And it, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So uh, I thought I'd mention this before we move on to the next topic. Uh, Chris Brunt's just retired. Yeah, I've just seen that. Um, so Tracking that's obviously all, all the best from the Talking Wednesday podcast. Yep. Would love the to nice speak to Chris Brunt The nice thing is, though, sometime. Chris, I'm glad you retired because everyone else would have linked you to us just because yeah. you played for us. Like, well, I was moment... just about to say, when you come in and do a job? <laughs> well, at the moment, <laughs> everybody's linking Chris Maguire coming back to us because he's been oh, released from Sunderland. I, I, don't get me wrong, I loved him. I Like, yep. um, swear were... warning. Swear warning, two seconds, but yep, like... Go. The shit outery. I was right? about to say the same of, thing. Of Maguire was absolutely fantastic. Like, it, oh yeah, Brunt was thirty six as well. The legs had been gone beyond gone there. He was but, just, he was just a player's player and a fan player because he just wound everybody up, and I loved it. Yeah, Are you Chris Maguire, a player to come on, like in a game where it needed something, and you needed him to wind up the centre back. You could see a mile off. He loved it. <laughs> Chris Maguire's 32 now, by the way. Mm. And, oh. Should we give him a three-year deal like Huddersfield gave Rhodes? Um, he, I'm trying to look at his stats for this season. 32 appearances, five goals, mm. one assist. That's not bad for a winger, yeah. but it's the pace, you know. Who yeah. have we got on the wing left? If we play with wingers, we might play through the middle. I'd love us to play through the middle a bit more. So, what are you saying? Green. No wingers, no we've left got, we've, got, we've got green. Yeah. Do, do, do. Um, oh, we've got that young lad out of the under-23s that I can't say from Everton. Addy Owen. I hate that you can say these names. Um, <laughs> if I if I try that, it's gonna come out really badly. Who else have we got? Is that it? It can't be. Can it? Well, Windass can play on the wing. Mm. Patterson can play on the wing a little bit. He's a wing back. He's a right back. Um, we got rid of Kachunga, so we've not got a winger. Mate, we ain't got any wingers. <laughs> Why has nobody picked up on this? Oh dear. <laughs> I'm looking at our squad now and I'm like, where are the wingers? Ditto. 
Oh dear. Um, I think they've done full FIFA, haven't they? Buy a load of attackers. Don't get any winger. Don't get any defenders. We've got right players that could play on the wing this season: Kachunga, Reach, Windas. You know, we got rid of Reach Kachunga. I know Adabaja could probably go forward as well. I know yep. we're probably going to use wing backs, but we've got no. We've got Green and Windas. Maybe Chris Maguire's on. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. like, if he's he's more of he's not really a winger. He's a, he's like a he's like a wide midfielder, you know, and runs in. 32 appearances, five goals. The season before, though, for Sunderland, 10 goals, two two assists in 35 appearances. Yeah, but you know what the annoying thing with the Sunderland team is? What? Chris Maguire, Aidan McGeady. Yeah. With their wingers. Yeah. And it's like... Aidan McGeady, I don't understand what Aidan... Why we got that Aidan McGeady that came to us. Because I watched him for Sunderland, and I'm like, you did not mm. play like that when no, you came to us. He's got skill. Um, but well, he's, got a, he's got a move name, I think. Do you know what? I don't think it's a good idea. We need to be looking towards the future, but a one-year deal for Chris Maguire because they're going to probably release him because mm. uh, his, contra- his contract up. Yeah, I think he's only been released. Oh, has he? Yeah. I think he's a free, I think he's free agent soon. Off, offer him eight grand a week. Say, come on. Come on. Easy now, easy now. Remember, they got limited to seven grand. Oh, did they? Remember the player right. got told it could be like seven grand that we're going to get a month. I, I don't know where this has come from. Oh, is this? Oh, furlough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weekly. I'm I'm losing my mind. This is a longer. This is going to be a longer podcast than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um. So Stoke accounts. We're moving on to Stoke, right? Because we just, just talked just, about topics that weren't in the we'll document. Just gloss over it a little bit, but I'd like to talk about it in a way because um. Financial fair play, you know that thing we've been battered with and there's the reason we're relegated? It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't if you're not Sheffield Wednesday, apparently, yeah. because um, Stoke have made a loss of £91 million this season. A yep. loss of £91 million. And you, bought, and you got Morgan Fox and... Stephen Fletcher offers. I bet Fletcher was a good thirty million of that. You know, <laughs> you know, Chris Wilder would love you believe he was. Like his his wages. Like we know Fletcher. Now we yeah. know why. Even though Fletcher and Fox were talking about new deals at Wednesday, now when they heard the purse strings of Stoke, you know why they were they that those yeah. talks suddenly died down and they both went over there. Even if you could right, even if you could, I've I've done a bit of more. I've done a bit more research on FFP because I've had to do a lot this season. Even if you combine, they've got this like lower and upper loss systems. Yeah. So if you're part of a parachute payment club, you do get more of a loss threshold, that sort of thing. It works a little bit differently. But I looked into that. And even if they even if they go under that sort of status, mm. it's still a sixty one million pound loss that's yeah. allowed. So they've still breached it quite excessively. I think, I think I'm also on the pictures in our show now. I've missed the screenshot. That I wanted to put on the knee. It was a hashtag that said Mel Morris approves. <laughs> well, it's just. It's insane, just, isn't it? I don't understand. Because we've heard Reading are uh, not this bad, but we've heard Reading are uh, playing it close to the line as yeah. well. You know, we spoke about it. There's, the, the there's talk that there's a lot of teams that may need to A, sell a lot of players, B, have a very tight budget next season, and 
the problem is if if teams are going to be looking at like tight budgets for next season, that will hit some of the players we look at going to get because we are going to have a tight budget. Here's what I'm thinking, right? This could well, really not not a Stoke situation, but these next couple of seasons could really really work to our advantage because in a way we kind of. We kind of blew it a little bit too early, and we went yeah. ahead of people. So we've been punished, right? And if we can release all those players, do the proper rebuild, do it cheaply, do it with the right players, make yeah. sure you get the players who are here for the project, not on big money. When we go back up to the championship, do the same thing. Bring the same players in, keep that hungry, younger mentality in there. And then you say you've got, six or seven, eight clubs that would usually be competing for the top of the championship. They've done a Sheffield Wednesday. They can't spend anything. They've got big earners running down their contracts and wanting to leave the club. You could have a path straight back up to the top if you do it right. But also, practically, if we go for younger, hungrier players, there is that thing that we don't do is selling players which then generate cash to re-put into another rebuild. Exactly. And start, we need to start going down a Brentford, a Port, not Portsmouth, Peterborough, Peterborough model where they buy, like, there's a player we're going to be talking about later, and I did a video about it, and people said, I don't want him, he's untested. A lot of the players who Peterborough got were untested mm-hmm. in that in League One. Then, so you got big move to, like, Brentford. Was Ollie Watkins a Peterborough player? At one point? Uh, was, was it Plymouth? Might have been. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Either way, went to Brentford, did well. Now he's at Villa. We need to start using that model. Yeah. Uh, having said that, though, Brit Sambalong is a free agent. Chuck the bank at him. He'd, be, he'd do a job for us. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Oh, Why don't it, you like Bruce Longer? I'm joking. Obviously, we shouldn't be spending those sort of monies. I just think he's. He, I think he, he would be good. He would be good in League One, but his injury record's a bit. But Actually, I also yeah, thought no, in, like, perfect. When, yeah, when to play in, for a <laughs> big wages injury. But I thought in terms of his actual, you know, what we needed in those years where we couldn't, we didn't have a. Str- you know, last yeah. season we needed Brits, like someone you like Bruce Longer. You know what the mental thing is? At one point, we had six strikers on the books. Yeah, and none and we of were them like, were very oh, fast. We can't, we can't sort this out and stuff. And now we've got two? Or is it one? Well, uh, if you count Callum Patterson... Oh, let's not. Let's not. Okay. Um, Big pig. T- Tony Strudwick's off to Arsenal. Aye. Apparently, it's a bit of breakup. Apparently. Mm. You could tell me more about that. So, I've heard that this was already kind of talked about and agreed with after the Derby game. Like, he already knew he was going. And the thing is, I've... Caboodlefish actually mentioned it on my video. And he basically said the same thing that you said. Well, when you look at it, he's not really done well because we've had a lot of injuries and stuff like that. But I've also gone down with the other thing. Remember, it's not just players that weren't getting paid. It was staff. And if he's one of the people who may not have been paid... And at the end of the day, it's Arsenal. Let's be honest with you. No, I if just think Arsenal it's because fans weren't happy that it was laughing and joking with Rooney as if we got relegated. Mm, yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah, which but is they, the, they were at Man United together though, weren't they? I don't care. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like it? No, I, I don't know. I don't when we're getting relegated. You know, I also thought Rooney was a arse that day. And I love yeah, Rooney. Was. Don't get me wrong. In terms of like an England player, I loved Rooney. 
Uh, but I just thought like they were celebrating it, like they just won the league when they got relegated yeah, when we got felt, relegated because of a points deduction. To be fair, that did feel, and I hate using this word, but it felt a bit tin pot. It did feel a bit tin pot, and that's not respective, and that is not reflecting on the Derby fans no. because they are not that. And then we had so many people in my comment section and that saying, "I can't believe you've not stayed up. I'm, I feel oh. sorry for you. We deserve to go down." Also, good luck with whatever happens takeover-wise because, my God, your club seems about, about a mess of ours. So That's, whatever yeah. happens, good luck. <laughs> we'll see you next season. So, um, Yeah, he'd gone, he gone to Arsenal. Good luck to him. Uh, I think Steve Bruce brought him in uh, when Bruce was around. Um, yeah, he, a lot of people say that, like, he came... Because we had some terrible injuries under Carlos' team, right? I also think some luck's got to play into this here because Tony started well on that, but we've Hang also... On. Injuries have killed us did this you, did season. Did you just say we had some terrible injuries under Carlos? Mm-hmm. Do you not know the story of Sam Hutchinson having a broken leg and the medical staff missing it? I didn't know Do that. Do you not Sorry. know that I don't story? remember that. I don't remember that, no. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I'll, I'll concede to that one. Okay, let's talk yeah. about a couple of strikers that could be coming to Sheffield Wednesday. Okay, we're going to start with, oh my God, six foot nine? He's the tallest player in Britain. Is he tall as man in Britain? Yep, six foot nine and he's 20. Right, so this is from Examiner Live. Quote, Solly Hull-Moore striker Kyle Hudlin is the latest player to be linked with the Owls, standing six foot nine inches tall. The 20-year-old is the tallest outfield pro player in Britain. End quote. Um, There's going to be competition for him though, mate, because I've also read that he is... We're battling with Barnsley and Huddersfield for it. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Barnsley are a better proposition than Sheffield Wednesday at the minute, sadly. But one of the big ones is, is uh, Shan, who was the manager there at one point, with big mates with Dan Moore, because he was going to be looking at being part of the coaching staff at one point, we thought. And he was his manager at one point, so we might have a kind of a help there. Moore going, can you get your car and drive him to the ground and stuff? I've just got to say with this one, I knew you eat your heart out. Six foot six. Six foot nine. I will say something. Six foot nine. But I will say something. People give him abuse like Atty got. Good luck when he comes to up to you and says, you what? (laughs) Right. You are allowed in football to score with everything but your arms. Yeah. You can score with like your, your, your collarbone, your stomach, everything except your arms. Yeah. We put a cross in from a corner with a six foot nine bloke. Just aim it at him. If it hits oh. literally 98% of his mass and it goes in, that's a goal. No, no, Dex. I want to see the team line up with him next to Barry Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Barry. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? I think, um, I'm not going to lie, I'd love to see this happen Same. because. Don't care if he's unproven. I don't even care if he's a good striker. He's six foot nine and he plays professional football. Yeah, but you remember when Atty had the shirts underneath thing and people thought the shirts didn't fit him? What the mm. hell could happen with him if we get shirts that actually don't fit him? Just stick like two a, together. It's going to be a crop top. Yeah. It's, I think... I'd like to see this happen. Personally. We need a plan B. Yeah. I've said this for a long time and I said it since New You left. We need a plan B. And we haven't had a plan B, funnily enough, since our six foot six striker left. Part of me is still like, we know Atinuiu can play and he's good with yeah. his feet. I don't know enough about this guy to know if he's good technically, no. if he's actually... The thing for Atty, he was very, very good with his feet for a, for a big man. 
This guy's six foot nine. I don't know how good with his feet he is, but these kind of guys are more of an, should we say, an aerial presence in terms of well, being strikers. Well, some, someone on Twitter, when I did the video about this, uh, got in touch with me and said, great guy, strong, good with his feet, also, but so slow. That's the only issue. Like, I mean, but then again, he might be slow. He wasn't. But if he's fast. six foot nine, can't he just take bigger strides? And he oh, might ha- look slow, but... Mm. But the only issue we've got with a six foot nine striker, remember how many times Atty actually got punished when he didn't do anything? What is a six foot mm. nine striker gonna have? Right, right, no, 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 you're forgetting. This is League One. Did yeah, you watch you the playoffs? The yeah. other, you could literally commit GBH and get away with it. This is why Sam Hutchinson's gonna love League One. Yeah, it's gonna be brilliant. I watched the the league <laughs> I think it was the League Two playoffs. They were even worse. <laughs> oh god. I was like, that's a red in the Prem. <laughs> and he was just like, get up. I loved it. No, I'd, um, I'd like to see it happen if we can get something done. Yep. It's Another thinking, one. It thinks outside on, the on. box, isn't it? I think it definitely. And it, I mean it'll be above the net and outside the, the stadium <laughs> in some League One grounds. <laughs> Six foot nine. Um but yeah, let's see what happens with Kyle. It'd be interesting to see. Kyle, can you uh, get the ball? It's on that stand. <laughs> Uh, he would be over the nets, wouldn't he? He'd be over the nets. There's more of he could get a concussion just by walking up to the keeper and not looking ahead of him. He'd go straight into them, right? Anyway, let's go to the next one. The next one is uh, Joe Joe Pidgeot, I think you say it. Uh, this is how you say it, I think. We didn't talk about this when it was because I've looked back on this and this was linked in the mirror back in April, right? That we have interest in AFC Wimbledon striker. We Joe were a little bit Pidget. busy in April, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, there was a lot to talk about, but it's been all it's been all all over social media. Yeah. And there's the Star and the Examiner have recently done speculation pieces as well, and he's been in both of those. Thought it's about time we talk about him because we never spoke about him at the time. We do have competition from Forest, but I've done some I've done some digging. I've looked at his statistics, all of that. Statistics don't make a player, by the way. We've got to see a player. I've not watched enough of uh, of this Joe guy. I'm going off his statistics. I've watched a few of his a few of his highlights, but not as informed as I'd like to be. Usually, like I was with Jeff Cott, that sort of thing. But his stats do look decent if you look at his averages, and a lot of people would just go off of that. So, this season, twenty goals, five assists. That's why it's exciting. Forty-five matches right. plays, twenty-five goal involvements. This is League One as well. This is the league we're going into. You're talking about proven players in that league. That's it. Knows, the things that slightly worry me. The thing that slightly worries me is that last season he had seven goals and two assists in 34 appearances, right? Because that seemed like a dip season because I went back mm. further and looked the season before where he played 40, scored 15 and had three assists. So last season was a little bit more of a, a downward yeah. turn for him. But the 20 goals is encouraging because it's almost like, but he could have a dip next season with us. But for me, I think this would be a great one to do on a free. I'm worried about the Forest link, but he averaged. He's also 27. Yeah, he's 27, prime of his career. If, he, if you're thinking about consistency now, he's just scored 27 going into the prime of his career. He's averaging, I, take it, I took it over those three seasons, right? And over those three seasons, he's averaged just under a goal every two matches, which is not, bad for, which is not a bad return for the amount of matches he played there over three seasons. Oh. So I feel like this could be one that we go for. What, what would you feel about that? I'd like to do a deal if we can get something done. It would be another free agent. It's Again, it's this whole thing where I think a lot of clubs are going to be looking at players like this who could mm-hmm. do a job higher up. And if you get a chance to like improve the money you're on from League One to Championship, so if Forrester interest, that would worry me kind of thing because 
I, we're going to struggle when we go to compete with certain clubs that are now being League One. For my, I've got to talk about my FIFA lovers as well because they always like me mentioning this. Where FIFA is a 64 bronze. He got a relic. He got. He got. He got uh, demoted from a silver. Uh, 65 silver from FIFA 20. Uh, we'll see what happens in FIFA 22 when he's in the Wednesday kit. Hopefully, no, he's going to Forest probably. Um, but I would like to see somebody who knows the league. I, it'd make more sense for him to come to us than Forest though, because mm. he might want to step up. But why not just be in the league? Fire yourself out of the league because. Because like if you look, even if you look at like Gary Medina at Blackpool now, he can still find goals in yeah. that league. If you w- no one link up with Gary Medina, I can't be if they go We're up. not doing that. We're not, not doing, doing that. it. We're not doing that. But there is there is certain players that can find goals in certain leagues, yeah. and I think we need one that can bag them in in League One, which is why I'm sort of going for the Pidgeot and the. It might be Piggott, but I've said Pidgeot just in case it's not actually his name, and I'm I'm using Pidgeot. and you're calling him um, Joe. Okay, um, and we need that. We need we need him, or we need Jeffcott. We need somebody who knows how to find the yeah. goal in that league. That's the or, mistake you make. Or the person from League Two who's ready for that step up. I mean, you know, when we're talking about a, a Marriott loan, Marriott yeah. loan would have been better next season because he won the Golden Boot mm. in League One. You know, you want people who know the league, but you do need some people that know the league. But I yeah. think that can't be your overall look, right? Yeah. Your overall look has got to be looking towards the future, but you do need a few players that come in and do know how to do it in that league because if you plan too much for the future, you forget where you are now and that's how you fall again. I you will say to... next season we need to be less reliant on Barry Bannon because we don't want to have a season where we rely on him again. He could, he could be... Did his contract extend? Two years. Two years, but was it two years including the current season he signed or is it until twenty, the end of n- n- not this season coming, the next season? If that's the okay. case, because well, we're, in the next couple of years, we're probably going to see Barry Bannon wind down his career. So we can't rely on Barry Bannon sticking around for yeah. us, can we really? But the problem is, in League One, he will have more room, but there'll be more players that want to batter him. Yeah, he could pick up some injuries as well if yeah. they go in and quite harshly, which is, uh, leave our Barry alone. Don't hurt him. Um, also, congratulations. He got engaged. Oh, did he? Yeah. Congratulations, Barry. How lovely. He's in, he's in Sheffield two-year contract. How about um, you uh, do all, we can all celebrate your engagement by you firing us back up to, uh, you're probably married by then, but by, by firing us back up to the championship. Now, Punk, I'm going to ask you to stop reading because I'm going to change topic. And if we do breakouts, I don't want you reading me the contract information on the next topic. I'm going to mute my microphone. No, because you're going to read it out in a second. Right. Just to, just finish your reading. All right. We're, we're, it's going to be one of them podcasts today. Finish your reading. Tell me what you want to read out. Um, well, I'm not editing any of this anymore, by the way. So say uh, la vie. Here we go. Where is it? I, had I still have to do enough editing without editing out every little uh, yeah. blooper. I, it's a weird one because I, I believe it's two, it two years from now. Right, okay. But he signed it this year, didn't he? Right, let's say then it's, 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 it'll be here till some point of 2023, okay? Yes, there you go. Yeah, cool, excellent. Now let's move on. Okay, the last player we're linked with today. Um, 
Did I do this? I don't think I did, right? I can't take that. I'm not that. I'm not arrogant, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm not. Oh, look, I you, mentioned you the player men- and now we're linked. You mentioned him before. I brought him out, but then again, also anybody who knows the lower league football would mention him as well. But I yes. think the fan base. So about three or four episodes ago, when we were asked who we should sign next season, we, we were asked about it on a topic and I did a lot of digging, right? It was probably over a month ago sort of thing. We both did our research and I came back because we desperately needed a keeper in my opinion, yes. and we still do. I came back with Josh Griffiths, who is a West Brom keeper on loan at Cheltenham. And as I said, I don't know what sparked the interest in our fan base, but and I don't know if it's because we talked about it or because like there's been a link somewhere. I couldn't find a link, and that's why I'm saying the, where the hell the has it only, come from? The only link I can think is Darren Moore. Yeah, but I can't find a link in the media. I can, no. but I, I, I can now see him coming into the media speculation pages because Wednesday fans are asking about him, right? Okay, yeah. which I can, could, which I can probably think that they've come to their own conclusion. Doesn't matter where it comes from, to be honest. I just thought it was a really interesting one, and I was like, ah, and we need a keeper. I'd love for him to actually, uh, to actually look at him. But yeah, so a lot of Wednesday fans have been asking the local journalists if there's any. So are we going in for him? Um, and I'll tell you what I found at the time, and I've done some further research now the, now the season's ended. So he's a 19-year-old with a contract running out at the end of June. So he's, he's only really been with the West Brom under-23s until the Cheltenham loan. Mm. He could be a compo situation if, if we were to sign him, but I really think he's going to get a really good deal at West Brom and he's going to go out on loan if that's yeah. going to be the case. Um, he's got a 72 save percentage in League 2 for a Cheltenham side that did very well. And they played a back five, and it was a comfortable back five. And that is the fit for me. That is the link there. Yeah. If he's going to play a back five more, he wants a goalkeeper that's comfortable with that, right? And this is the step. He's got 21 clean sheets in 44 appearances. I put it could be a temporary fix because it could be a loan, you know, while we readjust and, and decide what we're going to do for the keeping position he did that in the future. At he did do that at Donny way, loan keepers in. If we, I hate, set. I hate doing it because it's a position that's so influential. And look at United losing Dean Henderson and all that. You know, it's that's a that's a very uh, current sign of a downfall, right? But uh, funnily enough, Ramsdale's got their Player of the Year apparently as well. But uh, it's, <laughs> but West Brom um, could be selling Sam Johnston, who's now got England pedigree, and that's why I link that with that because he, I think offers could come in for him because he's obviously got that England link and they've been relegated. Which means Josh Griffiths could have a chance with that relegated West Brom side, you know? Because they'd already had 13 football lower league. Mm-hmm. The problem is come- have, West, have West Brom got a manager name yet? I know uh, Wilder's set, apparently set to have it, but have they picked anyone yet? I've not seen it. I've not seen it as uh, the time of recording this. He's conceded 37 in 44. I thought it'd be interesting to, to sync it up with our other goalkeepers, his percentages. I've told you about his 72% in League 2. This is this season for our three keepers. And this is interesting, right? Because it actually made me think of them in a, in a better light. Well, some goalkeepers in a better light. So Cameron Dawson has played eight matches this season and he's conceded nine goals. So he's conceded more than he's played. Yep. 68% safe percentage and three clean sheets out of those eight matches. That, if you compare it to his two leagues higher and his 72% for League Two, obviously that's over 44 appearances. That's only eight, right? That's yep. only a 4% difference. Dawson, not too bad on that one, but we do know Dawson likes a parry and the parry has cost us. Yeah. So that's what stats don't tell you. And that's why I'm saying take it with a pinch of salt, right? Oh, God. 
Wildsmith stats, and I really like Wildsmith in terms of like, you know, I thought he was going to be the actual proper number, also, uh, number two for again, us. Also, again, congratulations, got engaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's getting engaged. I, these stats maybe say something different, right? Because I was more confident with Wildsmith and all of that, but he's played 19. He conceded 28 in 19 with a 60% save percentage and five clean sheets in 19. That is not good stats-wise, and obviously he didn't inspire the back four as much as when Westwood came in. Westwood this season had one of his worst seasons in a Wednesday shirt, right? Funnily enough, he played 20 matches, conceded 24, right? So he conceded less than Wildsmith in more games. Is that right about his save percentage? 68.2% save percentage, yeah. Jeez. So he's got the same save percentage as Dawson, but over more matches. Yet again, 4% off. That's why I said yeah. Dawson, probably stats-wise, he's not got as much credit. Set 4% off the 72% that they got in the Cheltenham side. But yeah, five clean sheets for Westwood. Again, matches Wildsmith, not great on the clean sheets. But it's worth mentioning that I look back through Westwood's history because I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't slay. I did this for all the keepers, by the way. Dawson and Wildsmith have not... That it's not looking great, which is why I didn't mention it, but I thought this is a bit of a positive for Westwood. It's his first season since his first season with Wednesday, when he joined Wednesday, that his save percentage has dropped below 70%. Within the 18-19 season, his save percentage was 80%. That is the keeper that Kieran Westwood was yeah. in the championship, right? And that is... That is why I don't know why we've released him. Because I look at Josh Griffith's stats and I think he'd be a brilliant fit for us. But why the hell did we release Westwood? I think it's contract. contract it's money. gotta be. It's gotta be. The, th the thing is, the, what you've got to remember with Wild Smith and Dawson, I believe Dawson's got the longer contract. I think we offered him a four year deal. So there's yeah, something I, there that I think Wild Smith will go. Yeah. I genuinely do. Um, if he does, fair play to him. Good luck where he goes. But we. We've not been blessed in having keepers, young keepers, come through the ranks in the past and try and make a claim. We've always had to go out and get like some sort of experienced keeper. I do think that this Josh Griffiths thing, I think West Brom will give him another contract. I would be pushing everything to try and get him on a free and do the 300, 400k compo. Yeah. That'd be brilliant. That'd be a great. I don't one. think that's going to happen because he's going to take a big money deal at West Brom and probably come on loan to a. I don't know if they want to go straight into the championship, but I think for he his career... League one. Well, Cheltenham are up in League One now as well. Yeah, That's the thing. He back. could go back to Cheltenham because he's got that there. But I would like to see us try and get him in on loan and go and push at the top of the uh, of League One. I think that'd be a great move for him. As you said, the Darren Moore-West Brom link, maybe it's there. The only thing that would wrap that is if Wilder got it. We did sell Wilder Lavery. So please do us a favour. <laughs> and he's a good mate with Darren Moore, so we'll see. see. We'll see what happens. But I do think that it would be a temporary fix. But if we're not, we're, I'm not, I'm not confident in us getting the decision right anyway. So we might as well do a temporary fix. But it is a case of he is a young keeper, you know. He's going to be 20. And we know, we, we know it's the position we need to yeah. boost. We definitely need to do it. I mean, in if my we, opinion, I, in my opinion... My honest opinion, as much as I hate saying this to two Wednesday fans, it's probably best the amount of stick they've got that they move on, bring Josh Griffiths and another keeper in. Yeah. Uh, and bring another keeper that's potentially somebody... Bring, bring in one of the lower league keepers in, uh, Jackson, is it Jackson Rayner? Or something I'm not like sure, that. mate. I can't remember. 
But yeah, let us know what you think about um, Griffiths in the comment section. I also apologise to the uh, audio listeners when I always say the comment section and things like we are we are coming from video. But thank yes. you for for doing your downloads. If you are reviewing it on an audio service, there's probably a review button. Go leave us a review. Okay, we're going to move on to the international section. I say the international section because talking is at the end. I want to talk about this first though because it's still Wednesday related, right? Yeah. Liam Palmer's missed out on the Scotland squad, I'm and I was for it. I was gutted for it. I've got to say this, and a lot of fans were like, "Well, we got relegated. He's clearly not good enough for the Scotland." <laughs> Let me read the Scotland defenders and tell me he's not good enough for the Scotland squad, right? After I've explained it, right? So the defenders, Liam Cooper, Leeds United, fair enough. Declan Gallagher, Mo- Declan Gallagher, Motherwell. Grant Hanley, Norwich City. Jack Hendry, um, on loan from Celtic. Scott McKenna, Forrest. Stephen O'Donnell, Motherwell. Nathan Patterson, Rangers. Andy Robertson, Liverpool, obviously. Greg Taylor, Celtic, fair enough. Kieran Turney, Arsenal, fair oh, enough. Yes. Right. I did the stats on those other fullbacks because a lot of those are centre-backs as well, right? Yeah. They've gone for O'Donnell from Mother... There's two players that I think Palmer could have gotten ahead of because I think he's been brilliant this season, in fairness. Mm-hmm. I, d- I think this is a perfect sign of when a club is having a bad season and a team gets relegated, get, you yeah. don't look at... The player gets hit by it because you don't look at the individual performances. And I personally don't think he's or, been seen enough this also, season. Also, a lot of Scotland fans were questioning why Patterson didn't get a call up. This is, Callum Patterson. Yeah, Cal- I did, I did hear about that. Yeah, I did hear about that. Uh, so this, they've they've called up uh, O'Donnell at Motherwell, who, who plays at right back. Because obviously Palmer can play left back and right back, which is why yeah. I was like, as well. Motherwell finished eighth in the Scottish Prem, right? Out of 12, 12 right? Because there's 12 clubs in the Prem in Scotland, isn't there? Yep. Isn't that, isn't that nearly fighting relegation playoff? Ish, yeah. Right. I get it's the Scottish Prem and that, but there is always a talk about the, the dip in league, right? Liam Palmer was one of the best players in a relegated Wednesday side in the second tier of English football, which is often put like he's played for a team that are probably on par, if not better than Motherwell, probably not this season, but in terms mm. of state, you know what I mean? Yep, I know what you mean. Right, I'm not trying to be an arse because I know some Scottish football fans get very defensive. I'm not trying to be an arse, right? I've 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 got many love for Hibs now. We've we've been down this on our older podcasts, yes. right? Um, the one that was really offensive was Patterson, the nineteen-year-old one for the future. Why have you called him up? I know he's played in the you know a, a Rangers side. He's made seven appearances, and he's got a position there. over Liam Palmer. The the only thing I can think is that he's played in the Rangers team that's won title. Right, Palmer, this, this season for us, made 39 appearances, appearances, scoring one goal and is having one of the best seasons in a poor side. Yep. O'Donnell played 34 times for Motherwell and has also scored one goal, which is why if you took a look at the O'Donnell thing, he gets in in front of O'Donnell for me. But mm. on this, he gets in, he's I behind think... a 19-year-old who won the thing with Rangers and I just like, it's seven Palmer, appearances. It, it's seven. Palmer, Palmer gets done due to a relegation team. That's... Yeah. It and but also there's a lot of Scotland fans that don't like Palmer. Yeah, but also but, it was a case of like the manager apparently said one of the hardest phone calls I had to make was yeah. telling Liam Palmer he wasn't in the squad. And also BT Sport and that and doing oh, the, yeah. the, the doing their promo and stuff that, for obviously insane. Yeah, the fact that uh, Palmer's been in all of that. 
I think Palmer was like the Scotland icon in a lot of ways, and they were they were obviously using him in a lot of media, and he's not going to the Euros. And I just I've I've just got to say this: if it ever does, if he does ever hear this, like I do feel for him. And a lot of yeah. Wednesday fans obviously say that like it's easy to give stick to the players who've been at Wednesday for, uh, for a long time, but I've said all season that he is he's improved. He's Matt, been really it? good this season. I've, I've always that, thought he's been solid, but this season I thought he's been good. The one thing Palmer did really this good. season is he crossing got superb. He's become an attacking fullback. Yes. And it's a, well, it's actually a, disapp- a, a, it's a disappointment to Wednesday that he's not going to be playing with the likes of Andy Robertson, who is an attacking fullback at the, the elite level. And I think that's you, rubbed off on him a little bit, you know. And you know what the annoying thing is? Is that when you look at where Palmer started, Palmer started his career as a midfielder. And he's gone mm. due to the attacking fullback position now. And that credit to him because there's some players who won't change their position. They stick with where they're, that's what they are. Liam Palmer gone, right, I'll adapt because he's had to. And I like, yeah. I'd rather have a player in my team that, that's adaptable instead of one that says, I play here and that's it. That's mm-hmm. why Patterson, when you look at his uh, Wikipedia, our Patterson, is called a utility player because he plays here, there and everywhere. Yeah. I I'd be interested to see we might end up shoving him at fullback next season. Mm. Uh, where uh, it'd be nice to see him do it. Yeah, I think he would look better. I think he looks all right at wing back or mm. just behind the two strikers. I don't mind him as a cam. In fairness, okay. Yeah, unfortunately you're not Palmer, bothered as long as he gets on the goal goal now and again. And you get to use your big P emoji. I do. That's true. I still haven't made it transparent. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well. Um. Talking England. Hello, it's been a while. England provisional squad. Hello. This is not going to be a long one. Nope. We're going to talk about our thoughts. It's done so weird the way this is this is done. He's done a 33-man squad because there's injuries and he wants odd. to wait for people. Harry Maguire didn't play the Europa League final, so he's in this, but we don't know if he's going to be fit for the yeah. Euros the same. So let's just go through it. The goalkeepers, Dean Henderson, Sam Johnston, Jordan Pickford, Aaron Ramsdale from Sheffield United. So we talk about relegated teams not affecting call-ups. We've just talked about like, Liam Palmer. Yep. There you go. Um, defenders, John Stones, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Kyle Walker, Tyrone Mings, Reese James, Connor Cody, Ben Chilwell, Ben Godfrey from Edverton. Wednesday fan, we released him. Wonderful. Yep. Kieran Trippier, Ben White. And that's it for defenders. Then to the midfield, Mason Mount, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, who is also injured. Jude Bellingham, Calvin Phillips, Jesse Lingard, he's had a great season, and James yep. Ward-Prowse. The forwards are Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Mason Greenwood, Ollie Watkins, Jaden Sancho, and Bakayo Saka. Now, obviously, that's all the players that you would expect to get called up to an England squad. However, we've got to cut about six or seven off yep. before he actually submits the squad. For me, this doesn't go with enough direction. I feel like he needed to, I understand the injury side of it, but I think you need a clear focus going in and you need to know it, if a manager it, backs you. It screams as a bit, bit of a mic-mash. Of, it, it does actually look a bit like I'm not sure what my best 11 is going to be in this tournament. It looks like he doesn't want to un- upset players. I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry, if you're a, the, this is the thing, this is probably you're the, the England egos. manager, you're going to upset players. We've got, we've got egos in football now and he probably knows he's yeah. got younger players with egos that think they're good enough for, for this squad. If you don't get in the initial squad, right, and you get mardy about it, right, and then you get a phone call because somebody's uh, yeah. gone out with injury or something or someone's a doubt 
and you go, oh, no, I don't want to do it. No, you're not. You're not a footballer that wants to play for England anyway. I don't get why he's done this and not said it and then just said in a press conference, if these injury issues are a thing. These are the backups. No, not these are the backups. Not that at all. Announce your squad that you want to compete at the Euros. Put your balls on the line in a way. And then if you have injuries before the, the whole thing goes in, call up the players. They, yeah, it's only an ego thing if they get called up. I'm sorry, if they want to represent England, they'll come and represent England if they get called because that's their opportunity to step up and prove the manager wrong. Yeah. I just think it's a weird way of doing it. It's a way to keep everybody happy and like, it toes the line a bit too much for me. You look at that forward line, Harry Kane's going to want a, a, good, a good tournament because with whatever going on with him, he wants a move. Mm-hmm. You've got Jack Grealish who wants that Man City move, which had been linked. He'll want to have a good tournament. Nathan Greenwood just signed a new contract at Man United, I think one going for. Shan shows God knows. He's here, there, and everywhere. He wants No, he's he not. Want, he wants to get a oh, move. Oh, in terms of transfer, wants, yeah. yeah. The thing he is that what I'm seeing a, move, a lot what doesn't. I'm seeing a lot of people are saying, Oh, well, Sancho's died down. Do we really need to take no, him? No, because because he hasn't. That's the thing. People only uh, people people saw he had a bit of a slow start to the start of the season, and then forgot that football exists in other leagues, and he's actually <laughs> done quite well. You, you mean you mean then. when lockdown happened and everyone was watching German football? And yeah, so they, the only thing on. Exactly. It's, I think Saka's a good one because he's had a good good season, a very poor Arsenal team. For me, yeah, it, but it's it's strange. I think. I just, I wanted to, it's probably not even going to be a Talking England breakout. Maybe it will be. If it is, hello, please support these because they don't do well compared to the Wednesday content. But uh, if you were to trick, like, let's do a fun activity, right? Let's trim some players off. Yep. Out of the keepers, we're taking three keepers, obviously. Who are you trimming off? I'm taking Henderson, I'm taking Johnson, and I'm taking Ramsdale. I'm not taking Pickford. No, I I don't like Pickford as a keeper. You're, this you're is wrong. my personal opinion. I you're know wrong. it should be right. It should be know, the other way around. No, do you know why you're wrong? Go because we play sweepers. Mm, yeah, true. And yeah, that we sweeper are really good. That's the thing. He's not letting. England... I understand, right? I also think I don't like short keepers because you can lob them too easily. And Pickford made some weird decisions. He's got a lot of aggression and all that. But if you look at a side that plays sweepers. Jordan Henderson, uh, Jordan Henderson, Jordan Pickford has got to be up there. For me, he's on number. He starts because mm. Dean Henderson's not done is enough. He, but I also think do, you are Pickford. If, if yes. Pickford now fit, right? Yeah, I think Pickford starts. Um, I think you've got to start him because of the the way we play, and yeah. that's we've kind of been put into that. Dean Henderson, with a bit more experience, I think he's gonna. He he's, he he also plays quite sweepery, right? Mm. Ramsdale is a is a shot stopper, not enough to keep United up. Uh, but he's a. <laughs> I've got it. I've got to take Joy somewhere. We've been awful. Uh, but he's definitely going to be a good keeper, yeah. and he's definitely got the. He's very young, but I think he should go with the the uh, under twenty threes or the under twenty ones or whatever they do. Either whatever way, the young one is. is. Yeah, Sam, but I agree with. That. I think it should be Dean Henderson, Sam Johnson, Jordan Pickford. So. It's interesting that you'd uh, you'd cut Pickford from that, but for me, Pickford's got to go. Um, defenders, have a have a quick look. Oh, well, I'll tell you who I'm going to cut, and we'll see. So I think um, I think John Stones definitely to cut. No, to keep. Let's do to let's cut. Go, I was going to say let's cut then. Right. Um, 
I was going to say, you're not doing this to me again, are you? Because 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 I've told him to research England this time more, to, 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 as much as we do Wednesday. Godfrey, Godfrey I think Godfrey's going to not make the cut yet. Cody, I think he might not make it. I think I don't know. Cody's a weird one because he he had looked okay. I'd take in... Cody over Mings. Mings makes mm. too many irrational decisions for me. But I do think Mings is a great player. I just think I'd, t- I'd take Cody over Mings, and that's a controversial one in itself. And this is a weird one because I haven't seen much Spanish football this year. I don't know what. I know he just won La Liga with Athletic. He's taking Trippier. Yeah. I, I, he got to Annie. I wouldn't take Reese James. Mm. Agree with that one. He definitely, he def- he definitely taking Trent. I just don't rate him as much as I rate Trent, but I don't think he's going to start Trent. I think Trippier starts. Yeah, I can see that. Personally, you've got to take Kyle Walker. If you're not playing Kyle Walker yeah. as a centre-back, Kyle Walker's had such a good season. Kyle Walker probably starts at right-back for me. Yeah. It, and I know, because it's the pace of... I don't get... He's getting older, but he's still rapid. He's still really and he fast, can def- isn't he? He can defend and attack. Trent's brilliant, and he can pick up... Trent's a great substitution if you need a defensive change that's also going to help your attack out a little bit. Also, if we but run Kyle out of keepers, he can me. play in net. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. But Kyle Walker, it's watching City, right? Watching like watching him put Mbappe in the pocket, Was and like nice. and just seeing him and bomb back and be able to to to, to even like if Neymar gets free, shut Neymar up and all. It's... I don't want him to take Maguire. I know it sounds really weird, but I, no. I think if we rush him back with that injury, he's just going to make it worse. Or get oh, I disagree. Like I disagree. I don't care about that club football. It, should, it never should. Um, no, Harry but I'm Maguire. saying I'm, no. I'm saying if he gets injured in England, call up. Harry Maguire goes, mate, because who do you pair with John Stones? Connor Cody, John Stones? No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is if he's not fit, because we're not 100% sure that if this... Do you, are you if saying, he's not fit, we, obviously. Are you, are you saying take a 60-cent fit Harry Maguire and risk it? At the minute, yeah. Right, okay. I, I couldn't care. I couldn't care about club football. Yeah, at the minute, if they get yeah, injured, I'd... if they get injured playing for the country, then if, fair enough. If, but... if there's a chance he's going to be fit, I think Harry Maguire's solid, and that Harry Maguire John Stones partnership could be decent. And it's also purely because I think Harry Maguire will get the best out of Luke Shaw, who's going to start at left yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. That's why I'm kind of like sat on that one. I think, I think Cody could be very decent, at it, but I just look at our centre back options. I don't know. It comes back in, yeah. I think I think I stand by the ones I've cut in there. Obviously, Ben White. I don't think he mm. makes it either. No. Um, midfielders. So there's Mason Mount, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, Jude Bellingham, Calvin Phillips, Jesse Lingard, and James Ward-Prowse. Who do you cut from that? This is going to be the one where it probably differ quite a bit. I probably say you cut Bellingham. I know he's youthful, and I know he's had a good but dusty. Look. Russia Dortmund season, but I think it might be one of those ones where you want to go with a bit more experience in terms of because that was a big first gun. I'd say Phillips, possibly, yeah. No, you're not quitting Phillips. They're not, he's not doing it. I'm telling you, that's maybe who you cut. I know, I know, I, I know that's who I would cut, but he won't. I know what you mean. He told me to say who I would cut. Yeah, I know, that's fair. No, that's unfair. Uh, <laughs> He's definitely taking Lingard. I can't cut Bellingham. Bellingham is quality. Oh, and I know he's good. No, he's so good, though. He's honestly, mate, he's not just good. He's so good, and he could be really good. 
and uh, he's do he's commanding. He's like seventeen, eighteen, or whatever he is, and he's commanding like a player yeah. in his his late twenties in his prime. Um, it okay. I'll put it this way: Dortmund don't want him to go. <laughs> if I have to cut two, I'm I'm assuming Jordan Henderson's fit for it. By the way, because obviously, right, okay, he, he, yeah. he, uh, I'm assuming there. I cut. Oh, I'm sorry. Just Jesse Lingard and James Ward-Prowse. Uh, but if I just had to cut one from that, I'd cut James Ward-Prowse. Right. Um, I think James Ward-Prowse is absolutely amazing on free on on free kicks, and I think Southgate likes him. But for me, we've That's got the only thing got. he's really got. Southgate also likes to play with two holding defenders, which is why I feel like there's no way that uh, that he doesn't oh, take yeah, Declan Rice, Jordan Henderson, yeah. and Calvin Phillips. I don't want him to, but he. Uh, I reckon, I reckon he will. I reckon he'll... It's, a, it's an interesting one with the higher Maguire and Henderson because in a Southgate t- team, they're the ones you immediately go, they're in. But with them having injuries, it's a hard one. I think the only one that definitely starts is Rice, and it's, which is weird because I've not always rated Rice, but I think he does a lot of the... It's probably a Pelopessi of the England setup. Um, forwards. Now you can Google Pelopessi. So forwards, we look at the ones that are cutting. So there's Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Raheem Sterling... Calvert-Lewin, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Mason Greenwood, Ollie Watkins, Jadon Sancho, and Bakayo Saka. I'm being rough here. We're cutting four forwards. Well, he's not taking Watkins. He's not taking Saka. Saka's a utility player, though. He can play fullback. Mm. He's definitely... Well, Kane's going. That's obvious. Rafford's going. Sterling's going. Oh. Don't, I don't take Sterling. I can't believe I'm saying that because I love Sterling, but I don't take Sterling. He's been poor what, this season. You reckon he, what's your Jack Grealish or Foden? I take Foden. God, Defin- did I, oh, definitely. Foden, Foden. Foden starts for me. Superb. Foden starts. I don't know if he'll start him on the left, um, but I he starts he for me. He de- well, he's definitely taking Sancho and Kane. I, I cut. Okay, let's cut three because I've been a bit mean here. Because we do need a backup striker. I'm surprised that we haven't taken Bamford in case we get an injury to Harry Kane because Bamford's the most player, yeah. the most similar, similar. to Harry yeah. Kane. And the other options like Ollie Watkins and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I cut Dominic Calvert-Lewin because his season's fallen off for me. I'm yeah. surprised he's got called up over Bamford, especially. I cut Raheem Sterling if I'm being brutal because he's he's a quality, he's got talent, but he's not been good enough this season. If you're picking on form, he gets cut for me. Well, that's the other thing. We noticed that Saka said you, he picked on form, but he never does. Yeah. Go and I do, I do cut Saka because mm. I do feel like we need Jadon Sancho. I want Jadon yeah. Sancho in there. Mason Green was one of the deadliest finishers at his age I've ever seen. Uh, it's just deadly. He's a talent, he's a talent in half. Can you imagine a Manchester United lineup with Greenwood and Sancho? I'm only season? taking I'm only taking Rashford because I think he's been better than Sterling, even though he's not been. I think Rashford's a great player, right? Yeah. But for me, he doesn't. Do you know who I start as my front three? Go on. Foden, Kane, Sancho. Yeah. For me, I start Foden, Kane, Sancho. Um, that makes sense. And. I have Grealish on the bench because Grealish, Grealish has got to go for me if he's, if he's his fit because he's a player that can come on and change a game. Mm. And it's the, it's the same with like Trent from fullback. If he comes on, he can make the attack link up a little bit more. 
Um, Ollie Watkins is a different type of striker. I do want to take him. I could see him getting cut, but we do need a backup striker. So one of those strikers is staying, Calvert-Lewin or Ollie Watkins. Um, Calvert-Lewin. Oh, well, Mason Mason Greenwood as well, I guess. Mm. There's there's him in there too. Um, But yeah, I don't want to cut Mason Greenwood because of the, the... the talent he's got. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one. We'll see who he cuts when he puts the full England squad out there. Let us know who you would cut in the uh, YouTube comments section. But yeah, it's nice to talk about England and in a couple of weeks. Yep. I've I've just uh, I've yeah. just been, I've been getting prepped for it, getting thinking how much beer am I going to drink? How much <laughs> fatter am I going to get? It'd be wonderful. My, my question is how you going to how you going to do it because this is the first when you're working. Yeah, that's the <laughs> the one the good thing is I'm glad that this summer's a Euros. Yeah, not a World, World Cup because all the matches are when I finish work. Luckily, yes. luckily, um, I might. There's a there's a chance I don't go on tour in June. I don't I think, think I'm I, going on tour I think in I've June. Uh, there's a there's a there's a well. chance I only play a couple. Of, I've got an EP coming out. There's a chance I only play a couple of shows this year because yeah. of the Euros. And I'm oh, you're gonna also... have the EP finally finished. Woo! Yeah, uh, one of the podcasts in a couple of weeks. I'll probably put some shameless self-promotion on there because I want to show how we're going to sponsor the thing and I might as well uh, but yeah that's coming out got on a, I've got a release date actually that's coming out June 11th so I'll be able to promote it a yeah, little bit more in this. the run out to that so yeah uh, but that's it for this week's episode of yeah. Talking Wednesday that was longer Thank than we first thought it was going to go it was but it's it's a fun one um, yes. I'm going to I'm going to go make chicken wings um, yeah, pizza which is surprising because that's not your go to <laughs> it is I had uh, pizza last night though so ah. With crap pizza as well, really bad. It was just one. In- <laughs> I, I, uh, we were we were busy, so I got. I was like, I just need to shove something in, and it was. Uh, that sounds erotic. That could have got. There was, <laughs> there was, uh, there was pizza in the freezer, so that's what got eaten. But thank you very much for joining us on this week's Talking Wednesday. Yep. Anything like last to stay to say, my friend? I can't speak. You've been like that all. All episodes. It's been time. awful. It's, it's been it's been fine. Just take care of yourself, guys. And football, it's gonna be a bit quiet, but it's Wednesday, so we're always making news somewhere. You know so what I, 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 I love about you is you. Always, I always ask what you're gonna say, and you do this thing. And somebody, I give you permission to clip that tiny bit. The amount of times when I ask what's going on, yeah, and Punk goes football and then goes into a sentence when I ask yep. you always do that and usually yep. it's like football is not the be all and end all of football and I just I love it it's brilliant yeah. and he always ends with the football thing yeah. if we ever get merch made mate we've got we've got we've got the plans sorted but yes oh, yeah. thank you very much for joining us this week and we will see you on the next episode of Talking Wednesday yeah